Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello, January the 2nd, 2022. This service was recorded December the 26th, first Sunday of Christmas. The message is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The lector is Pastor Reddy and Cole Niedert. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. This broadcast is sponsored by Mary Clausen and family in memory of Chuck Clausen. Join us on our website at waynedon.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Now we need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save. Christ is born to save. Christ is born to save. Let us begin with our dialogue. Who are these angels who come to earth? Who are these shepherds who run to sea? Who is this child so small, so slight? Who is this king, a manger, his throne? Who is this God who sends a son? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God sent from heaven above, be with you all. Let us pray, and let us pray this together, although it's not in bold print. Incarnate God, on this Christmas day, we give you thanks for sending your Son to bring light into our darkness. Grant that we, like the angels over Bethlehem, may sing your praises in our hearts and our lives. Amen. I invite Cole to come forward at this time as we will read a number of scripture, both from the prophets of old and also from our gospel. And as we do this, I want you to turn to page, or to hymn 268. 268. And I want to point something out before we begin. We're going to be singing all of these verses, that's right, all of these verses, and there's 14 of them, but we're going to break them into uh, triads. And so after each time we read from the, Bib- from the Bible, we will pause and you will hear uh, either Cole or myself say, Glory to God in the highest. And the congregation responds, Who unto us the Son has given. And then we will sing from heaven above. Just those stanzas that are listed there. All right, are you ready? Active listening. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth, and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Glory to God in highest heaven. Unto us a son is given.
When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Glory to God in the highest heaven. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is a reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as a name. He is inherited, is more excellent than theirs. Glory to God in highest heaven. Who unto us a son has given. people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multi multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For your yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken on this day of Midian. For all the boots of trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace. For the throne of David and his kingdom, he will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. 
And so I say, glory to God in the highest heaven. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to being through him, and without him not one thing came to being. What was coming to being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There were a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to rise from the dead on the third day. And that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, blessing God, testifying to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was on his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all those who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. Glory to God in the highest. Who unto us the gospel of our Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the coming Lord Jesus Christ who has entered in to our humanity. These words, now ye need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save. Jesus Christ was born to save. Christ was born to save. I'd like to just share some thoughts with you, things that are not written down and just kind of come to mind. As we come through this time together through Advent and finding ourselves through the, the Holy Nativity and now coming to Christmas morning and this first Sunday following that first Christmas morning, we heard as Cole helped me to read the story from the prophets and from the gospel. We need not be afraid, for you see, the angel said, I'm bringing good news of great joy for all people. To you is born uh, this day in the city of David a Savior, a Savior who is called the Messiah. I don't... Um, the world has changed so much that from the time when I've been a, a young boy 
And uh, it was delightful to uh, see so many people uh, worshiping and uh, remembering the importance of being together as family and remembering those who have gone on before us. We reflected on Catherine Peters and, and Wilbur Peters with the memorials that have been given uh, to them. And uh, I just, in having the young ladies light the Advent candles, focusing in on, uh, first of all, hope, knowing that Christ, as we recount that story coming into the world, and lighting the candle uh, for uh, peace. How much do we want peace in this world? I know there are times when I have shared with my therapist, all I want is peace. But our world is chaotic, and it's in chaos, and we need to pause and to stop. And what better place to come into this sanctuary that you call Wayne Zion to just pause, to just stop, to hear the words, I love you. I'm here for you. I've got your back. You are important to me. I will never leave you. You are mine. And all of this coming from the mighty counselor, the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords, in the host of hosts of heavenly home. One day we will be gathered with all the saints of light at that heavenly banquet. I love it that when we celebrate the Eucharist, we celebrate it here in this beautiful sanctuary, and I love that we put out the communion rails. With this pandemic, it's been hard for us to have them out all the time. But we do want to carry them out in special times until we get past this time with the spreading of the virus that seems to be spreading so quickly. To kneel at the rail or to stand at the rail and to know that we're, it's not just us here standing at the table and those who are witnessing from behind, but we're joining the saints who are at Christ's table right here among us. And then that whole uh, lighting the, the candle for joy, knowing that the angel is bringing great news of great joy in love. I'm so, uh, I think back, it was a year ago. It was right after Christmas. Um, you two were married, right? And uh, uh, what a special time to be married. When we think about um, in the Christmas season and soon the coming of the baptism of our Lord, I can't think of a better time, a more beautiful time to be married. But there's, don't get me wrong, I was married in October. I think that was a beautiful time. Um, but God, just this unconditional love, this unconditional love, that he, he bears our names on his palms, that the world didn't get it. We've been hearing from the prophets, and it, it's almost as if the prophet Isaiah were, were there uh, speaking uh, to us, um, saying, as if it were happening, for us a child is born, a son is given, authority rests upon his shoulders. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. You know, uh, many times um, the conferences go, why are we studying the Old Testament? I mean, that's old, right? And we don't need it? Throw it out? We got the New Testament, replaces it, right? 
Have you ever had Etta's Christmas log, the pumpkin log with the um, cream frosting? If you haven't, I hope that you do sometime. Etta, it is absolutely delicious. It's one of your things. Uh, Catherine Peters, it was making ham balls. You, it's making that pumpkin uh, log. And to me, that is, in many ways, represents the Bible, both the Old and the New Testament. As you slice through that, you have to slice through the old and the new, and you come to the center of that, and you taste that sweet, creamy cheese. Uh, Luther called the the Bible, uh, the, the manger. And, and what's at the center of that manger? But the Christ. And Christ has always been there, always been there, even in the beginning. And so we take those candles and then we light our Christ candle. Christ has always been there. And so Cole read from John's Gospel, in the beginning was the Word. And you notice that the Word is the capital W Word. Not the small w word. It's the incarnate word of Christ, of God's glory shown in the face of Jesus Christ. I remember at seminary for the first time kind of getting it. And I had goosebumps going up and down my arms. You mean Jesus was there in the beginning of the heavens and the earth? Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit? Yes. The expressions of God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you ever get an opportunity, like we do in Confirmation, we read the creation story. Read the second creation story in Genesis. When they talk in plural, and Christ says to God, what shall we do? They have eaten from the tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge. There were two things that God and Christ did in Holy Spirit that particular day. One we know very easily. We were abandoned from the Garden of Eden, right? We were kicked out. The second thing was the work of the Holy Spirit. And there were a sword protecting the tree. Anybody know what tree it was? The tree of life. God wanted to make sure that when sin entered the world, that we would not then eat from the tree of life. For we would forever be seared in sin. And God worked with us as a people, and so we were abandoned, and we were uh, kept away from the tree of life. You'll see that in the gospel, or you'll see that, well, yeah, in the gospel of Genesis. Where else do you see the tree of life but at the very end? What book is that of the Bible? Very appropriately called John the revelation of John, revelation. And there we see the tree of life. I remember as an intern, I was in Kenyon, Minnesota, and um, Mr. Olson was his name. I, 
I just felt like as an intern, I had to call people by their, their proper names, and so it was Mr. Olson to me. And I read from Revelations chapter 22, I believe it is, and the only capture that we can get of heaven, of the emerald and the onyx and the ruby and the beautiful colors and the endless light and thinking about heaven come. That God had a plan and that plan was to enter into the human race, to be born as an infant who was both totally divine, totally of God, and totally human. And Jesus knows our sufferings. But to be born such a humble abode, can you imagine? Augusta called it, we need to raise taxes. I need to build a bigger kingdom. I will protect you. I will save you from your enemies. You pay me and I'll take care of you. Isn't it interesting that God paid the price to save us? Not Augustus. That wasn't the way that God does things. But turns everything upside down. And so they make their way. What an incredible story. Mary. You ever think about how old Mary was? I mean, if you really... If you follow the genealogy and try to figure this thing out and cut the text this way and that way, she had to be between 13 and 14 years old when she conceived. And she said, who am I that the Lord has chosen me? And then Joseph, whom she was betrothed to, it doesn't mean that she loved him, but there was an agreement between the fathers and there was exchange of land and money. That's how they did it in those days. And why would he want to have his hands muddied? Especially a 13 or 14 year old conceiving out of wedlock. This is how God comes into the world and isn't born in a great and wonderful palace up on the hill Guarded? No. With animals. And what's it like in a barn? I didn't know it until I came to Wayne Township in Jones County. I lived in the city. Sometimes it kind of stinks. Sometimes our farmers have showers out in the shed. And our family doesn't want us hauling the manure into the house, right? We change our clothes out there. But that's where Jesus was born. In a manger, what is a manger? That's a sweet name for what? A feeding what? A feeding trough. And then we don't hear much about Jesus after this time. Although in today's reading, which we didn't follow, you would... Um, you would read about Jesus. Uh, the family had gone back for the festival of the Passover and they were in Jerusalem for the whole week. And Jesus, young boy, we figure about 12, 10 to 12, he's in the temple and he's teaching of the things of God. And the elders are standing around and they're just amazed. He's, Jesus is opening up the scrolls and he's teaching as if he wrote the scrolls. 
And mom and dad, I love it. Where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? They had left. They were 10 miles out, I'm just guessing. They were a good days away on foot. And they had several more days to go. And they realized Jesus wasn't with them. And Mary was a little bit mad, wasn't she? I can just see it. Grabbing hold of the ear. Jesus, do you know what? You come. You come. And I love how Mary at the wedding at Cana said, you do whatever he, he tells you to do, even though he told his mom, now is not the hour. <laughs> Jesus saves. God saves. And we will all partake in the tree of life. Maybe this Christmas season has a little bit deeper meaning for me as I walk with my father and my mother during this difficult time. And I know many of you have. Zumbas, not that long ago. Carla hung on. She wanted to see Lily and what she could do at that race, that competition. We've all been there with Al and not able to be there because of this pandemic. And yet Christ was there. Never was Al alone or Carla alone. And that when we step out of this life like Ron Borkman did, I'll never forget that. It's as if he stepped out of this life and into the presence of the glory of God. If you remember this story, Ron was, he and Shirley were in the process of moving into Anamosa to a new home. And Ron went back to their old home. He was a ham radio operator. And he was going to collect that radio and package it up and bring it to the new home. And as he hit the landing and he was going to step into this uh, area, I, I hadn't ever been to their home, I'm not sure. It's as if he stepped into heaven. And um, he may have died before he even, his body hit the floor. Jesus was there. It is for this reason that Jesus was born. And we all have our stories. We all have our stories. And God will not leave us nor forsake us. And he calls us all by name. And I see I've gone probably way past my time. So I'll end it here with a prayer. Will you join with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus into this world to bear our sins, to purchase the gift of life eternal for all of us. And all that's required of us is to simply believe. And so, Lord, put belief into our hearts. Help us to receive this child, this Christmas, Jesus. It is for this reason he was born, so that we may have life everlasting. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us share the affirmation of our faith as it's found in the Apostles' Creed. You can find this on page 105 in the front of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary,
suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's join into the prayers of the church through prayers of intercession. Gracious God, you come from heaven above into the midst of our world. You come from heaven above in the lowliest of human conditions. You come from heaven above to walk the way of the cross. You come from heaven above to become flesh and to live among us. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. I invite the congregation to please rise. Let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Receive this blessing. May the God who comes from heaven above be born in your hearts and lives this day and always. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with us. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.